Alright, alright. Here we go. Just got just fresh off the uh Gervonta Tank Davis fight. Um maybe I'll start with that one. No, I'll go in order. Okay, so the review <clears throat> of and I'm not gonna review every single fight, because one, I didn't watch every single fight, but two I was kind of picky on this UFC card. I kind of just followed whoever I really care about, which was like Clay Guida. <laughs> uh, I'm a casual fan of Mickey Gall. I kind of wanted him to win. And I'm a big fan of Rob Font and Jose Aldo. So that one was kind of like, I don't know. I was kind of in the middle on that one. I mean, I'm actually, my heart was with Aldo, but I thought Rob was gonna pull it off so I'm actually really happy you know because I was if I had to pick a guy in that fight I would have picked Aldo to win like you know like who do I want to win Jose Aldo but who did I think was gonna win Rob Font and I wouldn't have been too mad because I'm a you know I'm a fan of Rob Font and uh you know Jose Aldo he had his run you know but anyways Aldo wins in a unanimous decision, if you didn't know already. Um, yeah, clear-cut victory. Um, and I'm actually kind of cheating. I didn't watch the whole fight, just uh, highlights. But, man, from the highlights I saw, man, Rob Font was getting tagged. He was getting touched up, son. And, uh, you know, he paid the price for it. You know, poor defense. I always say defense wins championships. Because it's true. Like, in combat sports, that's true, too. Like, it's not just football, you know. That's what made it most famous. But, you know, also basketball, you know, defense wins championships. But, um, yeah, seriously. In, uh, and, of course, you know, you got to have offense if, you know, if you want to finish fights in combat, in MMA or boxing or whatever. But, um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, hats off to Aldo. You know, he's turning back the clock because he's super old in MMA years. And, you know, he's really not too old in regular, you know, reality years. <laughs> in human years, regular human years. Um, you know, 34. I think he's 34 years old, yeah. Um, but, yeah, in MMA years, he's just got so much mileage on him. And, uh, but, man, he beat a young, hungry Rob Font. And that's pretty damn impressive, man. Beat him clear cut too, unanimous. You know, there's no controversy. Um, but I'm definitely gonna go back and watch the fight. I'm kind of a horrible podcaster for that, <laughs> seeing as how I, you know, when you do a podcast on a fight, a review, you gotta watch all, like, literally all the fights. You gotta study them, know every single nuance and every single little detail. But uh. But, you know, oh, and also Raphael Fazeev. Yeah, I kind of like that guy. I'm kind of becoming a fan of his. He's pretty badass. And he had a crazy spinning wheel kick KO in the third round, too. And that was actually on the top of my to-do list to watch. So I really screwed up by not watching that yet. I mean, i seen just a quick clip of it, of course. But I want to go back and... And watch, yeah, watch the whole fight, actually. 
usually, well, not usually, but sometimes I just fast forward to the, you know, brutal KOs or finishes, you know, whatever they are. But, but yeah, man, uh, really excellent fights, you know, some good finishes, some KOs, got a couple of KOs, TKO. Oh, like, wow. Oh, that knee bar too. Okay. That was pretty damn awesome. That was pretty badass. Claudio Pahules got a phenomenal knee bar uh, in the third round, too, on Chris. I cannot say that last name for the life of me, but Gratuzmarcher. John Anik was saying it hella good, and I forget how he said it. Like, he said it all nonchalant. Gratuzmacher. Grootsmacher. I think that's what it is. Grootsmacher. <clears throat> Anyways. He got knee barred. Um, and, you know, of course, I'm still, you know, I never got a belt. Well, I'm a white belt. But I'm experienced enough to know that you kick off the butt. when Every time you uh, defend the knee bar, and, you know, I kind of have to show you, maybe I should start doing video podcasts but uh <laughs> but you gotta kick off the butt like when someone grabs your knee because it's kind of like a like an arm bar right those of you that kind of know jujitsu a little bit so you get the leg like an arm bar kind of right and what i do to defend it is i take my heel and i put it on your butt and i just absolutely kick with all my might because our legs are eight to ten times stronger than our arms. So when you kick with all your might like that, nine times out of ten, you're going to get out of there. You're going to get free. Um, you know, but he got too comfortable. It's just like Michael Bisbing said on that fight. He said he got too, way too comfortable down there. And that's exactly what happened. You know, that guy, because, you know, uh, earlier, prior to the knee bar, he, I think he attempted like a heel hook. He was kind of, you know, playing around down there trying to, see what he could lock up, whether it be a heel hook or, you know, straight ankle lock. He was going for foot locks. And, um, and yeah, he ended up getting a phenomenal knee bar. And, you know, hats off to him. But that guy that was defending it, Hootsmacher or however you say it, um, Chris, yeah, he just, he got too comfortable. And, you know, the guy locked it up, man. He just hipped up. He got his his uh, leg in the right position and you just hip up create that pressure boom it's a wrap son but instantly 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 and i know it's easier said than done of course and you know there's so much going on in a fight you know you know we could always speculate and say you know say shit like this but i mean come on this is like not really day one stuff in jujitsu but it's like because leg locks and foot locks are kind of little bit more advanced they usually say blue belt and up but um but yeah man i mean it's just you know the guy especially when he was going for heel hooks and stuff earlier like you want to get your shit out of there like i mean that's what i would have done i would have just kicked off with all my might created a scramble and just go from there you know but uh you know it is what it is and he'll you know hopefully he'll learn from it and rise above it and do better next time, you know, that Chris, uh, Gutzmacher, <laughs> Gutzmacher, but, uh, 
yeah man excellent fights that was kind of my favorite thing i think of the night um what else happened there was a nice yeah some good ko's tko's uh ah yes clay guida that's the number one person i want to talk about because talk about turning back the clock i mean he is just he's like gonna turn 40 in a few days and um submitted a super high level brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt in leandro santos um but you know clay guida is no slouch you know he's a wrestler but you know with the amount of training over the years i mean clay guida is probably a black belt in you know submissions or brazilian jiu-jitsu whatever you want to call it as far as the submission game you know Clay Guida's got to be a black belt. I mean, he's definitely got a black belt in wrestling. You know, as far as levels go, I know they don't do belts in wrestling, but you know what I mean. He's probably the highest level wrestler, but um, but yeah, man, excellent, phenomenal. Um, and you know it, and you guys probably already know, but uh, he got touched up in that first round, or uh, yeah, the first round, Clay Guida got tagged. He got kicked in the stomach. He said it, and he said he was hurt too in the post-fight interviews. He said he was really hurt by that, and um, but he rose above it. He weathered the storm, man, and that's what a true warrior does. And so he weathered the storm. Uh, oh yeah, and like, cause after he got hurt in the stomach, he got kicked in the midsection. I think it was like a little front kick or something. He, uh that dude clinched him up and was kneeing him in the head and stuff and so uh yeah clay guida weathered the storm and you know clay guida he's a cardio f machine so um you know he came out and that dude punched himself out leandro santos you know he threw everything but the kitchen sink at clay guida and we all know clay guida does not go down easy so yeah man punched himself out Clay Guida just attacked, 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 stayed on him, took his back, took him down, and just absolutely choked him. It was phenomenal. So beautiful. And I'm so happy for him because he's a Team Alpha Mill guy, and I'm a diehard uh, Uriah Faber fan. And that whole camp, man. I've always been a big fan of those guys. I love what they're doing out there. Um, the only problem I have with Clay Guida is when he talks shit about my man uh, Nate Diaz you know, and I get it, he wants a big money fight, because, you know, Nate, that's where the big money's at, but, uh, and they're both OGs, and, you know, it kind of makes sense, but I don't think Nate's going back down, man, I really don't see Nate going back down to, uh, 155, um, but we'll see what happens, uh, so, yeah, that was really, really phenomenal for Clay Guida, I'm happy for him, I'm a big fan, I'm a diehard fan, and uh and i'm a fisherman too so i love how he's a diehard fisherman because i'm a diehard fisherman but um <laughs> so that was my highlight of the night the knee bar by uh claudio pahui lies lies i don't know and um clay guida man but clay guida the most because i'm a diehard fan and aldo because i'm an absolute you know these are the last ogs just like i always talk about man clay guida He's the last OG, you know, former Strike Force uh, world champion, lightweight champion over there. 
and Jose Aldo. You know, Jose Aldo's a WEC guy, man. He was back. That's when I was really into MMA, like hardcore was the WEC days, man. I mean, I've been a UFC and just MMA fan in general since like early 2000, man, like 2001 easily you know probably 2000 and even in the 90s like i mean i was a little bit too little but i remember watching it because my dad's uh <coughs> like my dad's friends or whatever their kids would just were watching it uh in this filipino household back in santa clara this is way back like late 90s easily like this had to have been 98 96 but they were watching this you know cage fighting and i was just like damn what is this because I was into WWE, well, WWF at that time, and uh, and I was like, man, I love WWF, but this shit right here is real. Like, these guys are really, you know, they're locked in a cage, and they're really, like, damaging each other. Because, you know, WWE, I, I always knew it was fake, you know. I mean, I knew, you know, some shit's real, you know, of course, like the chair. I mean, the chairs these days are so brittle. I just, I watched a little... Uh, clip or something online but but the chairs back then were like real steel chairs it seemed like it anyway i'm sure they were a little softer but but not just that but like mankind you know getting choke slammed through the like some shit is so real but uh of course you know i knew it was all scripted and stuff like that but um but anyways sorry kind of went off on a side tangent but jose aldo you know where's he gonna go from here that's the big question because, you know, I personally don't want to see him and uh, Peter Yan go at it. That's just me personally. Um, but I think, right, Aljo and Peter Yan, they got to fight, right? They have to at this point. You know, because Peter Yan, he just beat the hell out of uh, Corey. You know, Corey had his moments. But, um, but yeah, so he's got to fight Aljo and then... Uh, but Jose Aldo, he called out uh, TJ Dillashaw. You know, he said D, uh, Dillashaw is an option or the championship title bout. And I don't blame him, you know, because he's an OG and uh, he should just get the title fight. He shouldn't even bother with TJ. TJ should fight someone else. I don't know who TJ's going to fight, but he should fight someone. Um, but those divisions are really exciting. Uh and I should do an episode just on the divisions, breaking them down and stuff. But because um, <clears throat> the UFC is really exciting. The only division that's not really exciting is probably eh, middleweight, you know, 205. Light heavyweight's really not all that exciting. But uh, anyways, yeah, excellent UFC fights. Um and now I guess I'll move on to Devin Haney. Man, badass fight. Once again, I watched highlights, but I watched like really good highlights, detailed. Um, I watched a couple of different videos. But um, <coughs> what was I going to say? Uh, uh, yeah, no, he just he looked phenomenal. Haney looked phenomenal. He got tagged. He definitely got tagged. You know, it definitely wasn't a, a walk in the park. He didn't walk through the guy. Um, I already forget his name, the guy he fought, but 
Um, <laughs> horrible, huh? But um, and he looked great, you know. They both made weight, of course. Uh, it was a really phenomenal uh, twelve-round decision. You know, he clearly won. Devin Haney did. Um, and with that said, things are heating up now. You know, because Haney won, and then and I'll get to the Tank Davis fight as well. But um, sorry, Jojo Diaz. No disrespect. Jojo D- Diaz did his thing too, man. Like, like I said, he tagged him a few times. Um, <clears throat> but Haney, man, he's so slick. He's so slick, man. And he's got power too. Um, so, but shout out to Jojo Diaz. You know, <clears throat> he's probably gonna fight this guy that just fought uh, Tank Davis that lost. Isaac, uh, what's his name? Isaac uh, Cruz. Um, so yeah, I really want to see if I could choose. I would say, okay, I guess I'll get to that in a second. Um, but that's pretty much all I'm gonna say about the Haney fight. Is that he, you know, he looked phenomenal to me. It was a unanimous victory. Um, I think what's his name was pleading his case though, Jojo. He was pleading his case like, oh, you know, it could have been a draw or... I don't know if he said that, but... Nah, but actually, I take that back. I I think... Well, the fighters always do that, you know? (laughs) I mean, if it goes decision, they're going to say, whoa, what the hell, man? I got robbed, you know? Just to kind of sell their... Them, you know? To sell their... uh, Their... uh, What do they call it? If someone's got kind of like some pool, not real estate, um, just them as a you know as a as a company, their brand, you know they 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 got to brand themselves. So, uh, but no, every every boxing fan knows Devin Haney, clear victory. Um, but you know that guy had his moments. He definitely tagged Haney. We don't usually see, and that's why he's getting criticized. Tank Davis is getting criticized too, um, because you know Devin Haney was supposed to walk through that guy. Didn't happen. You know, went twelve rounds. You know, um, he got tagged a couple times, a few times. <clears throat> you know, so it is what it is. But he got the W, and that's the most important. Now, Tank Davis. Tank Davis is getting. Uh, scrutinized even more though even more so uh, compared to Devin Haney because supposedly he was supposed to really walk through that guy Tank Davis was Um, but apparently Tank Davis broke his hand or something he like injured his hand pretty bad in the sixth round so I believe it was his left hand so he couldn't throw it as good so, um, you know, that definitely played a factor. But no excuses, man. But he got the W. That was a clear W. Now, that dude definitely said, <laughs> and even uh, Cambosos, because he, he, Cambosos was in the crowd. He was watching. And, uh, you know, he said that it should have been a draw. 
<laughs> I don't know if he's just talking shit or if he really means that. I think I j- I watched it. I actually uh, the video I was watching kind of cut out, screwed up. So I think I missed the last two rounds. But uh, again, Isaac Cruz, man, he had his uh, he definitely had his moments. So you know, it was no walkthrough. Davis, uh, Tank Davis is getting criticized, but man, you know, it, dude, it's all part of the game. Like sometimes you have to, you know, face adversity and you got to rise above it, overcome it. And that's what he did. If he truly did injure his hand, which, you know, it kind of looked like he did. I mean, and I don't think he'd lie about that. You know, I think that he definitely did. Um, but something, I don't know, Tank Davis, he did seem off though. And even in the post-fight presser, like, he was kind of, like, in the post-fight interviews and stuff, like, he wasn't, I don't know. It was really weird. And this is just, you know, my opinion, but it seemed like he was more in his last fight against, uh, I think it was Santa Cruz, right? Yeah, I think that was his last fight when you knocked the guy out. But, uh, yeah, really weird. Because, like, in that fight, he seemed, like, really excited and just super positive energy and, you know, very just positive and then uh, and good vibes. But this one was just kind of like, I don't know, he was like, uh, you know, got the job done, blah. I don't know. Well, it's going to be very interesting to see his next fight. And, of course, he talked shit, you know, and said uh, Haney and... You know, and all those guys, you know, um, all those other contenders, he said they're all light work, like Gambosos Jr. He mainly said those two were light work, Haney and Gambosos. And then also Ryan Garcia, but I don't know, man. That division is so exciting right now, and I want to see them all fight each other. But yeah, okay, so I'll get to that now. Who do I want to see fight in that division? Man, there's so many phenomenal matchups. I think I want to see Haney and Tank. Yeah, Tank Davis and Devin Haney. I'd like to see that one, man. And then we'll see uh, Lomo fights. I'll have to do a review on that one, too. Lomo fights in a week, I think. Either next week or the week after that. But I think it's next week. And... um that's going to be interesting. So then if Lomo wins, he should fight Ryan Garcia. There it is, man. And then you got the loser's bracket. You know, you could have Teofimo Lopez fight, you know, who knows? Maybe this guy or, you know, one of these guys that just lost. Uh, Isaac Cruz or... Um, you know, whoever, man, any of those guys, man, it's going to be fireworks. I'm excited. Oh, yeah, and then the co-main event, Fundora. I didn't watch that, but Fundora won unanimous decision. I was on a Tank Davis card. Um, he's exciting. He's got a lot of hype behind him, and I kind of slept on him. Probably uh, right after this podcast, I'll probably go back and Either try to watch his fight or that he fought tonight or 
Well, I'm definitely gonna watch his highlight reel. I gotta, I gotta uh, do some homework on him because he's got a lot of hype. That Fundora guy, supposedly he's supposed to be really phenomenal, and you know he's a bigger guy. You know he's calling out Charlo and all these other guys. But uh, boxing is exciting right now, man, because we also got um, Nico. Nico, uh, I forget his last name, but um, he is the grandson of the all-time phenomenal legend, Muhammad Ali. So he's got a lot of hype behind him, and he's doing good so far. I think he's 2-0 and in his pro because he just turned pro recently. And, uh, yeah, he's looking pretty good. And uh, we'll see what happens with him. And then also... Um, God, it's so exciting right now. Who? Uh, what's his name? Holy Young Holy is his name, and that's Holyfield's son. So, yeah, look out for him. He's coming off a phenomenal knockout victory. Um, I think that was his last fight. I watched that one. That was on a top rank, one of those top rank cards. But uh, yeah, man, we'll see what happens with these guys um who else okay so yeah and again i am a horrible podcaster i did not watch the full sergio pettis fight but he looked phenomenal well phenomenal finish um i think he faced adversity though in the first round i gotta go back and watch it because uh, i only know from you know post-fight interviews and stuff like that but uh but a spinning it was really dope too how he how he set it up how he did it well i mean he really didn't set it up he just threw it but <laughs> so what happens was he actually went for a spinning wheel kick and he missed that completely i mean actually i think he slightly missed it but like he kind of threw with all his might to knock the guy out that missed and then he came back around with the spinning back fist and then he, bam, landed that absolutely flush on the guy. Um, I think the guy is a Japanese dude. Don't know too much about him. But uh, landed that, the, the spinning back fist, which was his backup plan. <laughs> Always have a backup plan, right? You know, that's, that's a good saying, too, in combat sports and pretty much all sports. Always have a backup plan. And, you know, he threw his backup plan. It landed flush, knocked the guy clean out, and he went over to, to throw more punches, but the guy was so out of it, he didn't even have to. He just walked away. It was like, yeah, it was a walk-off KO. Um, but, yeah, really happy for him because uh, I've always been a big fan of the Sergio, well, the Pettis brothers, and Sergio as well. Now, a couple of uh, fun facts about Sergio Pettis. I believe... He is the only fighter to go from the UFC to Bellator and not lose yet. So he hasn't lost yet. And he may lose in the future. I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. <laughs> but um, so that's really exciting, in my opinion, how he hasn't lost yet. Because usually every guy loses and vice versa. Guys will go from Bellator to UFC and end up losing, just like Michael Chandler and... You know, all these, I mean, I could name a ton of them. Of course, you got Ben, Ben Askren, right? But uh, anyways, 
So, yeah, I don't know if it's like curse or something. There's some kind of curse, but Sergio is the only one so far to break that curse. Has not lost yet. And uh, another fun fact about Sergio Pettis is he is officially a true champion because he won the title his last fight, and now he successfully defended it. So uh, mad props to Sergio. Really awesome dude, man. And, you know, he's a cool guy. I mean, you know, I only know from, it's not like I know him, but <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> according to interviews, and you know, I've seen him in podcasts and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, so big up, man. Big shout out to uh, Sergio, Tank, and Haney. And, man, and thanks to the boxers for bringing back boxing, man, making it exciting again. Because uh, for a while there, I mean, eh, Canelo always kind of had it going. Pacquiao always had it going. But, I mean, now it's, like, really exciting. And, you know, and the heavyweights, too. The heavyweight game is hell exciting, too. They definitely, you know, brought back the heavyweight division. All those guys over there, Joshua and all those guys. So, um, yeah, man. What a time to be alive combat sports and you got bare knuckle and all this stuff and i didn't do a review on the frank mir fight i probably should do that but um eh, it's kind of too late now but uh anyway yeah really awesome fight because that was interesting the frank mir and and pulev damn i should do a review on that i don't want to do one here because i mean I'm trying to stay on topic here. I don't want to veer off too much like I did earlier already. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, until my next review on the Lomo, probably going to be the next boxing review. But, uh, yeah, shout out. Clay Guida, Jose Aldo. Oh, I didn't really touch on Mickey Gall, but he lost. Unanimous decision. I thought he was going to win. And I actually almost bet money on him, too. I almost put up money on this this card, but I figured, nah, I'll sit out. I'll do a practice run. <laughs> and I would have lost. I would have lost, y'all. A lot of money. And it's crazy, too, because I shit you not, I had cards that I called top to bottom, where I damn near predicted every single fight on the card. And I don't know. It's all a part of the game. Sometimes I'm off. Sometimes I'm on. But uh, yeah, man, until next time, guys, uh, peace, love, and enjoy the fights. Because, man, boxing is exciting right now. UFC is exciting. Bellator stepping their game up, you know, they're almost there. <laughs> nah, they have some exciting fighters. But uh, all right, peace, love, and enjoy the fights. <laughs>